Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. Strap your boots on, kids. It's Tuesday. We're back. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hope everybody's doing great here. Um, Leah, how was your weekend? Um, It was good. I'm trying to remember what I did. I don't really think a whole, just a lot of training. I didn't have any races or anything this past weekend. So Doing that 75 horde. Yep, day 13, going strong. Good deal. Good deal. What did you, you do this weekend? I've been plowing miles, Leah. I've been putting um, – <laughs> Jacob Bosecker is coming back in a hard way, and I – it's strange because I, I don't even feel like racing. Like I, I I don't feel like I have anything to really – like I want to prove. I just want to go and run miles and lift stuff and be healthy and happy, and that sounds that's weird, but like that's, that's all I want. That's um, – that's, that's all I want. Uh, you know, it's it feels weird not training for a race, but still training and right. enjoying myself. And I, I I say that as I'm sitting here in my uh, recovery boots downstairs with my laptop uh, on top of me. Say, what was that beeping? <laughs> that beeping was my Aerolax boots that I enjoy quite a bit. Nice. Uh, if anybody knows me, I swear by these things, and I spend like 30, 30 minutes in it like every other night, every night nice. after recovering but anyway it's tuesday i hope everybody's doing great i hope everybody had a great weekend yeah and yeah. are kind of enjoying the off season here yeah i mean it's, it's off season now although our off season's kind of been cut short with all these other you know earlier races coming in with the new with the first race of spartan coming up high rocks is Jacksonville. Next weekend. yeah you know, so our We've got our an week, idea for our, next weekend's podcast. Yeah, so our, you know, our off-season's a little bit shorter, so, you know, we're kind of... I've got my first race this week. Oh, do you? What are you doing? It's just a local here with my, um, with a brewery that I run for. Oh, okay, you mentioned that. It, it's a great time, though. It's it's a good time, but they're going to do... I'm going to get some footage, and my friend Izzy's going to edit it with me, but they're going to do a pirate rum shot mile around a lake. Ooh, and I, see, I say it's that's lake, much it's, more of my speed. I hate beer, so the beer it, miles never sound interesting to me. Yeah, around their pond, they've got, it's like a third of a mile, so you take four shots, uh, beginning and end, basically with a shot of hot right. coconut rum. Sign <laughs> me up. I'll do that one. I'll pass this on the beer fun. mile, but I'll do that, although I have to wait till the after, end of my Well, you're going to be hard. in the area, Leah. <laughs> no, it's 75 hard, no liquor, no alcohol. Oh, but it's just it's coconut I'm rum. Done. It's like cotton candy. Right, it didn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. It doesn't count. But anyway, that's what I'm racing. Leah, the following weekend will be in High Rocks, and we are just pumped for the Chicago event for High Rocks. I Super think it's going to be a throwdown, especially now that Hunter is pro team for High Rocks, apparently. Yeah. Yep. Hunter is, is officially a High Rocks pro team. He will be there in Chicago, and based on his Instagram stories and whatnot, he is Tearing up the training. He yeah, wants he wants it. And we know our friend Ryan Kent wants it, too. So he does want it. It's going to be, you know, we know Bracken's coming back. It's uh, going to be a throwdown. It's going to be a fun. I, I really, we got to find some live streams. we got to find some footage of this because I think it's going to be quite the rodeo. Quite well, I'm the rodeo. not quite sure what the... Um, what the schedule is yet as far as like heats and waves and all that i am doing the open age group so okay. depending on when things are set off i'm assuming the pros are going to go first um but as much as i'm able to live stream through our facebook i will do so awesome 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 it's gonna be a good time we're yeah. really excited um it's just gonna be swell <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to meet 
uh, you're going to meet Mo there, who we just had on the podcast yep. a few weeks ago. Yes, I'm CEO, excited. Uh, three-time Olympic medalist. Big stuff here. Big stuff going yeah. on. Yep. So we'll we'll yeah. talk about that next week. But that being said, realistically, for the OCR community, things have been kind of quiet. Well, as far as racing goes. As far as <laughs> racing goes. Like, I, I want to get back to that. Because, like, turns out we're athletes, and I like racing. And right? I like talking about racing. I don't like the politics, and I don't like the he said, she saids, and, like, we're, like, and in this ambassador pools where people are applying for stuff, and it's like, I want to talk about running, running in the mud and weird stuff. Well, unfortunately, it's like, you know, there's no races to talk about right now. So it's like any little news blip blows up. Everybody blows up. Everybody. This week has been, well, these past like two weeks have been just heated, (laughs) emotional craziness. Miles of poop turds. So we talked briefly, you know, over the past couple weeks about this whole Spartan Tough Mudder development. Um, Absolutely. You know, and I've kind of taken the approach of touching it with a 10-foot pole because it's in constant state of flux. Every day there's something new coming out. He said, we've got people sneaking in over here to take photos. Um, You know, there's so much speculation, but at this point, there are certain concrete facts that we yep. know. There's lines in the sand. And Mudrun Guide actually did a really good job of breaking this down and giving it a timeline. And I really appreciated that. Absolutely. Because there's so many different live stream, you know, rant, rants and vents. And it's, let's get it's this easy to get on. lost. Let's, get, let's look at the facts here. I want hardcore facts. Date, right. nine, numbers. So 11-29-2019, basically... Um, after an extensive and arm's length negotiation, Sparter entered a letter of intent with Tough Mudder to to purchase some um, some of the assets of Tough Mudder here. Right. So, period. They had an LOI letter of intent to say, okay, we would like to purchase some stuff of yours. This, I believe, fell through with the the German and the overseas. Yeah, this was the overseas interest. Initially, like Germany yep. and Canada and, and whatever, mm-hmm. and Spartan wanted to get a piece of it, and I think they kind of spoke a little bit too soon. They announced to the world they were doing this, and it didn't go through. So effect. So then, twelve twenty three of twenty nineteen, right before Christmas, um, we saw that negotiation to acquire um, all of the businesses. In the U.S. as well as Tough Mudder's businesses in the U.K. and Germany through a series of. Trans- um, petitioning creditors noted in motion December 23rd, UK affiliate of Spartan entered into a option agreement to acquire alleged debtors um, affiliate business in the UK, Germany, and Canada. So, so basically Spartan said, we want to buy you, and Tough Mudder was entering into negotiations saying, okay, let's consider it, and let's yep. start talking. Let, let's get some of this debt off our shoulders, and let's, let's dance. Um, then at 12.30, literally seven days later, shortly after signing the U.K. and Canada option agreement, on the 30th of December, right before New Year, a notice of intent to make a proposal under subject uh, 50.41 of the Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act of Canada was filed. So basically, the uh, Tough Mudder Canada starts filing for bankruptcy. And that resulted in an automatic stop of all proceedings yeah. in Canada. All negotiations, all all movement, everything was stopped. Everybody sit your butts on the ground. Put your butt in the snow. (laughs) Sit down. Uh, Then uh, 12.30, once again, in addition to the collapse of the Canadian entity, there was an apparent impasse with the U.K. entity. So stuff went down with the U.K. Mm -hmm. Um, And things just started getting uglier and uglier and uglier. Yeah. And still now we're getting we're coming up now almost on a month. Yeah. Of all tough mutter registration being out. Yeah, and we talked about that last week. Basically because of the money owed to Active, um Active said enough and they started taking the money themselves from the registration, so Tough Mutter shut it down. And not only do they shut down registration, they shut down the offices. Nobody is working. Yep. Um you know, there's all these other vendors that Tough Mudder owes money to, not just active, 
and they are now pushing through to file bankruptcy um, to force Chapter 11 on Tough Mudder in attempts to get that debt, you know, figured out. And in comes Spartan saying, hey, we want to help. We want to take over. We're going to pay the debts. Let's 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 work on something here. And you would think that Tough Mudder hearing this is like, hey, you're going to take care of the debt. Let's let's work on this. Instead, instead of saying, okay, let's, you know, take care of the debt and let's do this. Now they're jacking up the price, and by they, I'm talking about Will Dean and Guy Livingston, the two, you know, owners of Tough Mudder, and they're basically blocking any forward progress, saying, Mm-mm, you're going to have to give us even more money. So, continuing then on, um, then one, two, so second day of the year, um, basically Active and Guy Livingston's lawsuit against Tough Mudder extended the deadline. So the deadline to get agreements basically fell until March 13th of 2020. So basically, there's no rush to get this figured out. We're not making any immediate progress. And in the meantime, everything is on hold. Yeah. I don't know that they can come back from this. Wait, wait, we're still going. We're still going with the drama bombs here. Like, we, we have lined up the plane. We are dropping drama bombs. (laughs) <laughs> the drama llamas are sad underneath, and it's it's just the facts here, though. This is and this is the right. thing that I like that we're doing. We're looking at the facts. The right. next day after the extension was filed, Kyle McLaughlin finally spoke out to the Tough Mudder community. Yep. And he's you know big, big long post, very very heartfelt. I love Kyle. He's a heck of a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he admitted that you know he stepped back a while ago. Yep. And would be interested in helping out in the future. Possibly if they can find a resolution. Right. Okay. At that point, then, literally, once again, we are looking at four days later. Four days later, Leah. United States Bankruptcy Court, Delaware. Several Tough Mortar Incorporated uh, creditors have filed a Chapter 11 involuntary petition. And basically, they're saying, okay, here's a Chapter 11 uh, bankruptcy petition that we'd love to sign to you and near basically a million dollars in service rendered from three different companies, Valley Builders, Trademark Associates, and David Watkins Home, uh, not Walk, David Watkins Homes Incorporated. So basically, mm-hmm. there's, there's a million dollars in debt there. They're like, you need to file for bankruptcy. Right. And that's not including the debt from Active. I mean, basically, Tough Mudder owes yeah. this is a whole this crap ton of money. Right. Yep. Uh, the next day, a United States Bankruptcy Court in Delaware summons are now serviced on Tough Mudder. Um, then, the ninth, United States Bankruptcy Court, um, Spartan files a statement the next day supporting an emergency motion of petitioning creditors to file Chapter 11. So everybody's like, oh my god, oh my god, go bankrupt. It's like that episode of The Office... But it, it doesn't hmm. happen that quickly, like where Michael Scott right. comes out of his office and screams, I declare bankruptcy. It's not that simple. <laughs> no, especially not. when you have people on the end dragging their heels. I mean, it could move quicker than it is if Tough Mudder would play nice in the sandbox, but the bottom line is is they're not right now. And the community is freaking out because I mean, we, and we've seen story after story on the boards here on oh, yeah. Facebook and stuff. People pouring their heart and soul out. And you know what? Like it has the, these race series. The hard part is it has saved people's lives. It has changed people's lives. It has gotten people really, really, and people become so just very, very connected with this product. Well, and the thing is, and is we have seen so many race series come and go over the years. But we Tough Mudder absolutely. is one of the founding pillars of our sport. One of the big you know, boys. It's, they've been around since the beginning. It's got one of the largest followings. Well, and, you know, the the fall of, of Tough Mudder is, is going to be hugely impacted, you very, know, to the community. Big. So people are handling it in different ways. You know, I'm seeing a lot of posts, some anger, some sadness, some frustration. It's, it's heavy. 
It's, it is, and then you see, you know, emotions are high, and people start squabbling, and, you know, I just encourage people to be respectful of each other. It's getting kind of ugly in some of the Tough Mudder forums. It makes me sad that, you know, people are ripping on other people for their emotions and their feelings about the situation. Everybody handles stress in a different way. So just don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, out of this, you know, we, we talk about the rough things that we see. And, you know, some mm-hmm. people are mad about this series. Some people are mad about Spartan. And then I see, like, shooting stars. And one of them I would I really liked was Hubie Krishman. And he, he was throwing around the idea, okay, so let's say let's say WTM doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. For some reason. So let's say the Spartan transaction doesn't happen. Tuffmeyer goes in bankrupt or whatever happens, and they're done for 2020. Hubie right. was like, okay, well, maybe I'll put on a race here at Conchocton at the Indian Mud Run. Now, right. <laughs> that's cool, but, man, we're the it would, Yeah, logistically, <sighs> we. I mean, and, you know, we put up the discussion on there, and, and Hubie put up the discussion, and, you know, everything's very gray right now, so don't anybody go crazy thinking, thinking that, that things are happening. Thinking that a 24-hour race. But, it, but it would be, I think it'd be cool. That's I me. think it would be cool if done properly, and I have all the faith in the world that Hubie would do everything he can to make sure that it is done properly. So, you know, stay tuned. As that develops, we'll let you I, know. And if you have opinions about it, post comment yeah talk about it and that's that's the thing talk about it that talks free you can talk about it with people and these people are excited to talk about it because they love talking about bringing the community together and doing something bigger that's that that's a constant guys that is a constant thing that we all love so Um, speaking of community and new races and new adventures there was another announcement we had an announcement over the weekend. Yeah, and I think it kind of got lost in the shuffle. It really did get lost in the shuffle, but I've joked about this before, Leah. How so? I, what's my What's my dream race look like? Oh, you love the rigs. <laughs> you love, I love the a good rig. Yep, you do. I'm like, it needs to be like five miles, and every quarter mile you got a rig. <laughs> Well, now, those of you who agree with oh my Jacob, God. but I didn't say anything about it being like 24 hours long. <laughs> well, right. I mean, good buddy. So, for those of you who have not seen it, there was an announcement of a platinum rig championship. Absolutely. So, some of the details are are not. I mean, not all the details are out yet. We don't know exactly where it's going to be. We're here in the New York area. Yeah, New England. So New, New England York. Area, I, yes. I isn't aren't isn't Platinum Rig up by Boston? They're Canadian. They're Canadian. They, oh, that's true. Platinum well, is Canadian. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, we'll see where they end up. But August first and second. Yeah. Um, but they're bringing it here to the states. And I from actually, I was talking to some people last year. They said it was a very positive event, and they mm-hmm. had a good turnout of people there. And you know, if we want to capitalize on the U.S. market and have a 24-hour rig competition, yeah, man, let's throw down, let's party. Let's so what weird. do we? So what do we know so far about this event? Well, right now they're looking at advice on maximizing community involvement for this one-of-a-kind event and helping choose the location. So once again, they've got polls on the Platinum Rig uh, Facebook page. Voting is going on right now to try and find a place to have this freaking race at. Um, Chime in, y'all. So there's four options to choose from for this Platinum Rig Throwdown of the Nations mm-hmm. for Orange Rigs. So there's a 24-hour world championship, period. Dude, I can't even freaking imagine that. 24 carnage. hours of rigs. I kind of want to go. I kind of want to <laughs> go and watch. <laughs> yeah, like just sit there with a freaking couple I of mean, beers and just, yeah, I, man. Too, buddy. That's going to be just carnage at two in the morning can you imagine watching people trying to rig it out um lordy i don't think at that point like when you've got that many rigs like you don't need bad terrain you need like oh no no you need to be like in a rock quarry for real <laughs> in laps um, for real so there's a 24 team championship that's the main event 
Um, the 24-hour solo, that's um, that's the other main event. So then there's also a 12-hour team obstacle race. That's a 12-hour. And then also a four-hour obstacle short course. <laughs> yeah, short it. course. Four-hour short. short course. <laughs> well, you know, obviously there's, there's definitely going to be a ton of questions out there and a whole lot more information to come, but – in the meantime, they want input, so go to the Platinum Rig pages and and chime in if if this kind of you know sadistic fun sounds like fun to y'all. Chime it in. looks insane. It looks fun. Um, there's rigs, there's monkey bars, there's rope climbs, slip walls, all sorts of fun stuff. Suspended tunnels, Leah. Oh lordy. Yeah, no mud, no water. No hypothermia, like many endurance events. Right, it's all about the right. obstacles is what they're saying here, which yeah. just sounds fun. <laughs> just sounds so, fun. Well, there you go. Y'all chime in there. You know, and here's the thing, though. It's a new decade. Yeah. I'm excited to see new things like this and high rocks. And well, you know, that's I, I agree 100 percent. You know, like there's. There's so much stuff that's good, and there's a lot of stuff that needs work, and I'm excited to see things shake up. I think that this sport has moments of kind of going a little stale. Um, you know, we've, weird. Keep OCR we've seen, weird. Yeah, we've seen a lot of the same I'm stuff. So the trip this year. <laughs> let's do some good stuff. Let's let's try some new stuff out. Absolutely, and it's it's fun to see that stuff. But then also, like, so we've got this competition coming back. In August, mm-hmm. in in the New England area, mm-hmm. and then like two three months later, we're going to see OCRWC come back to the states. Yep, it's going to be a good year. I'm it's, excited. It really it really can be a fun year for OCR, but I think we really need to double down on cool events like this. And there's there's payouts yep. here too. Yep. And there's going to yep. be some serious cash on the line here for this race. Um, so we'll be posting stuff about that tomorrow and. I, yep. I, I'm really excited for it. I think it could be pretty yep. crazy, but man, 24 hours of rigs. Yeah, is, we'll see. <laughs> that is a long day at the office. Goodness. You're doing your pull-ups. Lots of pull-ups. Oh my God. So, speaking of fun and this coming year and looking at, you know, where we've gone and where we we're going, Let's let's do some fun for the rest of this show, and let's do some rapid fire. Love it or leave it. Okay. So we're gonna answer some some questions. I got a couple topics here, and just real quick, I want the best you know answer to what you love and what you leave. Okay. So number one, obstacle. Which obstacle love? Which obstacle leave? Up uh, for me. Yep. Okay. Number one, obstacle, love and leave. Love, this year I fell in love with the caper carry. It's weird. It's cool. I love it. I think it's cool. Bring it around more. I will agree with that. And leave it? Pipe layer. <laughs> I forgot it's about stupid. pipe layer. It's, it's, it's kind of from Spartan Race. It's, it's, it's a big old cube we throw out here. I guess you can go through it. <laughs> Ring a bell yep. at the end. Whatever. <laughs> I don't All know. Right. You. Obstacle, you. love it. I love me a low rig. <laughs> I love a good low rig. I love me a low rig. Get low, girl. I feel like they need to be pounding, like, speakers at that point and playing get low. Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's <laughs> apple bottom jeans. Oh, my God, apple bottom <laughs> jeans. Oh, uh, we're getting old, Leah. We're getting old. I love it. And leave it. Leave uh, it. My four foot ten self wants to leave the eight foot walls over them. Oh, that's <laughs> They've got, I like a, they've them. got a kick brick there at the bottom for a reason. Not all of them. Savage doesn't give me a kick brick. Oh, well, I miss Savage. I need to go do a Savage this year with everything that I'm doing. Oh, all right. Workers. All right. So up next, next for you. You you start. Venue. Love venue. It love it. I'm going to go with Blue Mountain. I loved that venue. That um Not just the race course, but the whole um, <sighs> the whole village. It just I loved that venue. Leave it. Leave, leave it. I am sick and tired of uh, Chicago Spartan Richmond Hunting Club. I'm <laughs> over club. that venue. It is Running boring, cornfield, baby. flat, cornfield crap. Dumb. But it was a national series. I know. I'm over it. <laughs> it was a national series. All right. Love it for me. I would go. 
I love it. Willikers. You know, I, I, I miss Breck. And it's gone now, but yeah. it was, it was always my favorite venue. Um, so I can, can I love it even though it's gone? Cause you got like Blue Mountain and it's yeah, gone. Yeah, you can still love it. <laughs> I miss Breck. It's a wonderful place. I was just talking about Breck earlier today and go back out to Colorado and I just love Colorado. Anyway, leave it. Ah, oh my gosh, leave it. I'm going to say them Indiana Mountains. Man, mainly, seriously, <laughs> for – people have just been laughing me about this. Just on principle. Like, it's not a mountain series, guys. It's not. The Indiana is – oh, my God, I was fighting with people about how it was part of the Appalachian Trail. I'm like, no, man, there's a state nope. between us, and it's called Ohio. Study <laughs> geography. It's not it. It's just not. Oh, All right. Next up, love it or leave it. Race, a race series. Uh, a race, love it. Um, mm-hmm. God, God, Hubie, 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 my boy, my boy. <laughs> I I feel so bad, Indian Mud Run, like they've always got like one of the best products out there. They've got one mm-hmm. of the best races. They've got 6.66 miles, Mark of the Beast. <laughs> I'm, 75 I'm super stoked to, to try Indian Mud Run. You're going to die, girl. You're going to die. I'm excited. It's All like right, Hubie is it. like. It's like the Barkley of OCR. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the so, consensus I'm hearing. Uh, but golly, I remember like three or four years ago I went there and I told Hubie he just needed more car- course markings. And by God, the next year he's like, yeah, I put more cars. He marked the <laughs> hell out of it. He's done well. He he knows how to take advice and make a better product. So obviously oh. my big one there is love it um, for a race. Indian Mud Run. Leave it. I mean – Oof, I don't know what to say leave as far as the race. Um, oh, he's, terrain. Terrain, I'm done with him. <laughs> I'm done with terrain. I'm done with terrain. <laughs> after my after my moment with him this year, I was like, yeah, I, I think yep. I'm done. <laughs> I hear ya. Uh, All right, um, love it and leave it for you. Love it. I'm going to go with World's Toughest Matter. Um, All right. It's just, we might have to leave it though this year. I oh. might have to, but I'm I'm gonna love it. It's changed me. It's made a big impact for me and in, in my training and my sport. Leave okay. it. I'm gonna agree with you with the terrain. The monkeys got to go. Monkeys got to go. Get rid of monkeys. <laughs> I, I I'll never forget even like talking to guys from OCRWC and they were gonna put in a rig there one year from terrain, but they couldn't bring stuff across the border because of yes, too much American soil on it. <laughs> I remember that. That was the thing. They got stepped at freaking customs because their stuff was too dirty and they had to try yeah, trucks around. That was craziness. <laughs> All right, Leah, metal. Who's your favorite metal? Um, so my, my favorite metal is no longer in existence, but I am one of the few people that have a BFX 24 metal. And that, that metal. metal was badass. It glue, glue, glowed in the dark. It was glow in the dark. It was glow in the dark, and it was just huge and badass, and it was my first um, 24-hour race. So that is definitely my favorite. Um, awesome. Lose it. That I can't remember what year it was, but those dumb-ass Warrior Dash cubes. Remember that? Oh, they were like yeah. a block. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> well, I, the saddest part is we don't have to worry about yeah, worried Ash anymore. Right. It's both, look at that. Both of my loves and loses are, are gone. Ah, oh, God. Spartan took what about you? Shed and took them down. <laughs> right. What about you? Uh, love it, metal. Right now, I am. Uh, as people have looked on my Instagram here the past few weeks, and many, many messages. The new abominable metal is beastly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is thick, and also I love a good ultra belt buckle. You know. Yep. Um, I love a good Spartan ultra belt buckle. And then I'm going to I'm going to leave it and say the new Ultra Belt buckle is horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. It. Although the actual it. pictures are not quite as bad as the drawing They're not rendering. as wide, but I still don't like but, them. Agree. Um, I still them. don't like it. They're way too busy. Boo hiss. Alrighty. Right. Um, post-race meal? Post-race meal. Yeah. So um Love it for me. I found that the last several races, it's been Mexican tacos, even Taco Bell. Best race taco. Good tacos. Um, leave it. You know, I don't know on that one. I, I, I'm starting to kind of shy away from the whole pasta 
So I'm going to say leaving the pasta bowls because it just sits in my belly. Post-race for me is like, so like when I get done plowing like a chimichanga, it's a <laughs> magical thing. Like, and I I was actually, my friend Rissa today was messaging me. She's like, oh my gosh, we got to find tacos and stuff now at <laughs> Abominable. I was like, yes, yes, let's find some tacos. You're actually hanging out with Rissa here at yep. High Rocks here. I you am. You're going to get some footage there um, yep. for homies. Uh, but yeah, tacos, tacos, tacos and chimichangas and anything Mexican food, I will destroy post-race. Oh, but so then leave food. it sushi. What? I'm, like sushi after, like, after a race? No. Well, I, can, I think I about can't sushi get full. is my go-to before race meal. Like my pre-race yeah. dinner is always sushi. <laughs> oh, I love it. Simply can't. <laughs> uh, not, we just might have to break up now. <laughs> oh, good. Right, I'm, I'm with a much younger prettier you and let me tell you i'm happy <laughs> i am happy all right jacob all right. love it leave it ocr product or gear gear okay something gear. that's you know targeted for ocr uh i'm gonna say it like the number one product in my arsenal aside from product sponsorship here venga cbd but, um, <laughs> which I, I swear by now and i've got a few of my friends on it now i, I really like the stuff but my air relax boots that you heard me putting on earlier um yeah wear by those freaking things they are okay. handy i use them religiously leave it get rid of the fit four gloves and now the franklin gloves from spartan oh Rose. yeah and, like, forgot about them I'm, you know, everybody was an ambassador for them back in the day yeah yep. um, now you never see them now, yeah, now we've got the Franklin gloves, and people are like, do I need some gloves? No, you don't. No. Build some gloves. Yeah. Although, my love it is going to be gloves, but the bleggy. Ah, um, oh, bleggy, bleggy, bleggy. aren't regular old gloves, but I love me some black mitts. I think they're just perfect for what they're There is a time and a place they, for a good black mitt. I, I love them. And then leave it. I'm going to go with the dumb overpriced car buffer. Um, you know, in theory, uh, my I'm favorite not, is when like people are like fighting about it. They're like, no, 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 the I know, dude, go to Harbor the Freight. The frequencies here. are way better. Um, okay, OCR, you know, life hack tip. Here you go. Pro tip: go to Harbor Freight or Walmart. Oh, that's and not designed for a human. Fifteen dollars <laughs> for a car buffer, and guess what? It's the same damn thing. These $100 buffers at the races. And let's be real here. Who's going to be carting that to a race? Wait, you just going to plug it into where? Have you ever used a Theragun? I have used a Theragun. I'm not going to be bringing it to a race, though. I I do kind of like it, too. (laughs) I kind of like that thing. Like, I I I was at the CrossFit Games a few years ago, and me and Hunter and some other people were, like, using, like, one of the gals that we were working with just put, like, right on her boob. Like right on her chest, like right above. It's like, oh, this is so good. I'm like, whoa, whoa, that was a lot there. Lord have mercy. All right, what's next? Uh, So, okay, we've got like, we had some other ideas here. Uh, So I had equipment and training equipment. So, but training equipment, like, yeah, what's what's your go-to training equipment now? What is what is something you think everybody needs in their arsenal? Well, being a dweep girl, I'm going to go with my tire. Um, tire? I probably spend more time pulling my tire than I do sitting at home with my husband sometimes. <laughs> so um, that, that's my go-to and okay. leave it for training equipment. I'm going to say only because I can't stand the obstacle. I'm going to say the spear. I don't want to train it. I don't want to do it. I don't like I love it. my spear throws. Nope. nope. Lose it. I love playing. I love I need to set this up at my new place here. But, like, me and my friends love sitting around the backyard having a beer and chucking sticks. We just do Oh, it. that sounds <laughs> great. That sounds yeah, totally safe. <laughs> sitting around, slamming a few busted knuckles, and throwing throwing sticks, as boys say. Let's go what throw some sticks. What about you? What about you uh, for training? Training stuff? equipment, I need to get back with our guys over at the training shop and mm-hmm. get me my givens. Because I think yep. that is, like, very important for this year. Especially with Absolutely. the platinum rig comp. Because have you seen their version of the Gibbon? Mm-hmm. It's rough. There's no chicken that's, winging. There's no chicken winging on that thing. Um, so that's that's my big one there. Mm-hmm. Um, and lose, leave it. Leave it. Oof. Okay, here we here we go. Here we go. Leave it. Okay. A, a bucket with a top on it. Yeah. I'm. I want to go back to the days where the bucket old carry school sucked. bucket carry. 
Yeah, you got to <laughs> fill it yourself, and you're raking your hands through gravel, and you pray to God that you got enough at the end. Back in my day when we had the bucket carry two ways You filled your hell. own damn bucket. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, yep, you were yep. happy. And it was good. <laughs> it was great. We were so happy. We were blessed to have that bucket. Oh, Home Depot. All okay. right. Love it or leave it. Trends. Sports trends. trends. I, okay, so what do I love as far as a trend? I love, I've loved to see realistically the rigs get harder and harder. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, I remember Platinum Rig where, when it was just a new fringe thing coming out of OCRWC and they put Did we one remember way back on the mountain in Ohio 2015 for World Championship. That rig destroyed people yeah. at World Championship. It, Killian was now, there forever. But now it would be considered easy. Oh, gosh, yes. Now that would be a cakewalk. But that's how, like, could you imagine back then, right after that, seeing Twister? Yeah, right. People would poop. They'd be pooping people's <laughs> pants. They would poop their pants. They'd be right. poop. What do you, you want to leave as far as where things are trending? <sighs> Trends that I want to see go away. Um, I don't know here. Um... I would probably say trends that need to go away, the the discount codes. I'm tired of it. I want to see clear pricing on stuff. Yeah, I'm, and that's I'm, I'm tired that of this mutter. constant FOMO. Agree. Well, I mean, and it's frustrating because, you know, you want to sign up for a race and race directors yep. want to get participation. But then as a consumer, do I sign up now or do I wait next month for the 30% discount? code because that sucks when you sign up for a race valentine's day right i can bring in my girlfriend or yeah that sucks i i agree with that one it's this constant fomo and that's we've got a sport built around fomo yeah oh for sure 100 percent. it gets old how about you um trends for love it i love the way the sport is moving towards specialization i think that it's great for the athletes to be able to focus and have enough options within that focus to build a season around it. Yeah. I I think Um, we're getting there and I'm going to come back to that as our last topic here. Um, But before we talk about this next one, the last uh, love it or leave it that we had was culture. Culture. What do you love about the culture? and What do you hate about the culture right now? Um, The cult, the part I love about the culture is, the support and truly cheering for one another, the community and the way we can come together. Um, leave it. I'm tired of the Monday morning excuse posts. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop with it. If you have a bad race, you have a bad race. First of all, nobody cares. Second of all, you don't owe an explanation to anybody. So, Move on, learn from it, but we don't need the 14 paragraph, you know, if only this or because of this and all that junk. But you? Culture, I like the goofy shit. I like, I like doing new stuff. I like doing things that are, that we've not seen before because I think we need mm-hmm. that now. I think we Agreed. need that now as a sport more than ever. Well, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like, let's bring the spice. Let's bring the change. Let's do something different. Like, I know mm-hmm. I know, there's a beauty in standardizing stuff a little bit to make things consistent, but there's also being innovative and doing something that nobody else is doing and making it in a way that it looks and feels very, very fair. And I think that's mm-hmm. and that's something that's – it's hard to replicate. Right. Create sheer creativity and ingenuity is hard to create. Oh, for but sure. I mean, at this point, there's only so many quality. ways to do an obstacle – but when an, a company or a brand, you know, comes out with a new thing, like the excitement that that brings, you know, we saw mm-hmm. Gibbons was new this year. Savage threw out a couple new obstacles. Like, don't fall in the rut of, well, we've done it all because there's still so many more options out there. Mm-hmm. And the culture, the culture thing that I'm going to be kind of is honestly run all the races. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. like this. And I'm I'm getting to the point now. I I, I want to be back there in the community, like running races and seeing all these people and stuff. I'm tired of the Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Like we saw recently with the gal that was trying to get the 25 trifectas. 
Yes, and, and cheated just, for it. And cheated and had people paying, uh, doing it, running her bib in places and stuff and whatever, you know, but it's, that's the culture like that, that breeds though. It's this, I've got to go hit everything. I've got to catch them all. I've got to right. hit every trifecta weekend that I can and for doing it for the gram or for myself or to feel better. Or I, I don't know what, what your motives are, but it's like we're breeding this culture where that's, that becomes everything to some people. And for I think sure. it's, I think it's a bit toxic. That's me. But a hundred percent it's toxic. It's, it's, there's, I mean, there's a layer of addiction I've there. I've been there. I've been there before. Absolutely. I think I, I mean, I think anyone new to the sport has, we've seen it time and time again. Yeah. And it's not even just us. I mean, the pros, we see it happen to the pros. They enter mm-hmm. the sport one year. By the end of the season, they have a good season. Year two, they come balls to the wall, sign up for every race, dominate, and then inevitably they're either burnt out or they get hurt, and then we don't see them again for another year or so. Yep. You know, it, it always kind of makes me sad when I see these new athletes come to the sport that are doing really well and see them falling into that trap. That rut, yeah. Yep. And there's, we just have so many people that are just so gifted on different levels like that. And yeah. so this is going to be the, the last topic that I want to discuss with you. And it's, we're, we're, yep. at, we're at 11 and leave it, guys. Uh, if you guys like that, we'll do it again sometimes. Yep. Uh, maybe only uh, five Give us some instead. ideas, too. Yeah, yeah. Love it or leave it. I kind of like it. Um a new new hot topic. Maybe we'll do once every other month or something. But oh, yeah. um, so anyway, the last bit here that I want to bring up is mm-hmm. kind of and we could do a love it to leave it on it, but elite qualification. Now this is something that I think um, a buddy and of ours, the obstacle activist, qualification. Yeah, yeah, Spartan qualification. And I've always mm-hmm. thought um, toughest overseas had a really good qualification process. You can mm-hmm. look at our old. Uh, I've, I've talked about that before, but I think the qualification for Spartan is a great start if you had a consistent race. What do you mean by consistent race? So you qualify for elite and Spartan, period. Right. You have people that are qualifying for elite races that in a 2.5-mile stadium sprint, mm-hmm. state stadium race, that can also qualify elite in a... 50k mountain race where you've got you know 15,000 right. elevation gain it's not the same guys it's not it's the not. same and I think in the perfect world if you want to talk about perfection and we're, we're a ways this, out from any of that right but. if the sport was big enough to have the specialization that I think they're trying for it would be wonderful in theory that you qualify for a stadium elite spot from a previous stadium and you qualify for an ultra elite spot from a previous ultra. Or a national series elite spot. But unfortunately right now we, I mean, we don't got it. Just looking at the the female elite, you know, pool, it's not that big. In fact, what what race was I at this year? Um, What the heck race was that? Was it Chicago? No, Attica. Well, I guess Chicago, but whatever. Okay, Attica. Attica. Um, Attica. Attica on a Sunday. So I had signed up for age group because yep. I'm not in the category of the elite racers, you know, for that, for, mm-hmm. for, for Spartan. And so I signed up for age group. Well, one of the caveat rules of Spartan Elite is you have to have 10 people in the way for it to count, i.e. Yep. for it to get a payout. And we were there, and there was not 10 people. And they were literally begging any female walking by, join us, join us, join us. Because if they didn't, they weren't going to get paid. Yep. And so I'm standing there, and they're begging and pleading and trying to get me to go in there. And I was like, like, I'm not going to sacrifice my race. Right. I'm not going to do that. I've signed up for age group, which is where I should be. So, you know, reflecting upon that, talking about elite qualifications, you know, I I like that we're moving towards that, but it's hard, especially for the female pool. There's just not that many of us. Agreed. And ben, I would also say this, though, too. There's not that many that go to these series as much yet. Agreed. And this, this may change. This may change in time. If the payouts get bigger, 
Well, I and mean, that's the, the series, thing. like, it means more. It costs a fortune and a half. I did the Stadion series yeah. last year. The travel where all five it. races count. And, right, all five races count. You don't get to have any throwaways. You know, I revolved my entire 2019 season around the Stadion series, which paid off for me because I ended up podiuming, which was my goal. But in order to do that, I had to go to all five races. And you're talking about major cities with a bazillion dollars. I mean, you're talking for in order to do a whole series when you're not a sponsored pro athlete, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But then, okay, so then let's let's add a layer to this. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the ultras. Like, oh, let's mm-hmm. make an ultra series. Oh, yeah, that'll be so good. Ultras are the most expensive race out there right now. Yeah, I mean, if you're not signing having... up, like, day one, you should easily anticipate paying three to $400 just for registration. Easily. Easily. three to $400 is, is a good day, then, in the right. ultra world. And then, so let's times say then you get a... Times five. Then your travel to these remote locations where they've got uh, a 50k, right? And I mean, and there's just so many things that can go wrong in yeah. fi- in 30 miles. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it's it's a very detailed thing, but only to be blowing literally thousands and thousands of thousands bucks on here with no with no freaking no series, no right. pass for it to make it somewhat more approachable, right? There's, there's a lot of problems with the way things are structured. And so, like, well, here, they've created my, this elite point. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you've got you've got people that are qualifying elite for a – and running a stadium race. Right. All five races, let's say they're all 2.5 miles. That's fair, right? Well, for 2020, that's what they're saying. For 19, they're, they were, you know, three to four and a half miles. They could be yeah. three. Um. I've done Boston. I think it was like two and a half, maybe. Yeah, like Dallas, um, I think, was the longest, and we were like over four. Okay. So then realistically, 2.5 miles, you've got a whole series that's only 12.5 miles. Right, for five races. For five races. And you've got an ultra series, if they do make an ultra series, and that is a minimum of 150 miles. Right. And both the elites have the same qualification. <laughs> You know, and but at the same time, that's, that's like numbers, it's it's that's rough, numbers. it's true. But you know, at the same time, like I can't, I can't hate on it too much because it's they got to work with what they got, and unfortunately, there's just not that big of a pool to do the perfect scenario. Yeah. So it's they not yet. But I think for some of these the, things, there's there's a balance. Because I I would say this though, I'm not an elite contender in. Right. In in probably not a stadium series, um, not in a national series. I don't think I'm an elite there. I'm I just not. I'm a great age grouper there. I'm fine right. there. But in an elite ultra series, you would I do well. Like a, I could hold my own. I would agree. I could hold my own there. And it's like comparing a Ferrari to a diesel engine. <laughs> yeah, you want something that goes all night? Cool. That's you're going to look for something right. like a diesel. But if you need a Ferrari, you need to go hot and fast and dirty. It's it's a different tool. It's a different key yeah. for a different door, in my opinion. And that's, well, that's my two cents on that. I, I agree with you. And I think that I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that with the increase of the specialization and the increase of, you know, athletes picking a track as opposed to the same athletes bebopping from one to another, you know, hopefully down the road we'll see some more of that. Well, I, I hope so, but I'm also confused. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about like all the other things. Like, we've got like, and new, and don't get me wrong, but these other things like, and I was just going on about how we wanted other things, but Decafit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Hyrox, and mm-hmm. there's other, there's always going to be another option out there. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I guess that's what I've got for this week. I'm, I'm spent. I think we've had enough here to hash over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we, we'll get we enough messages good. about everything we talked about. Yeah, we, we covered a lot of stuff. And, you know, I know we say it every week, y'all, but we really love your, your input. We really love the feedback. the feedback. You know, there was several topics tonight that, you know, we would love to know what you guys think, whether it be Hubie's 24-hour race, any of our love it or leave it topics the Spartan Elite stuff, 
Whatever platinum you Red, want to 24 chime hour. in. Yeah, Platinum Red, chime in. Let us know what you think. Um, you know, comment below, share, like, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, also, without without dropping you guys off, i got to go ahead and mention our sponsors, Vanga CBD. Vanga, love the stuff. It's really yep. good. Um, a few new friends are getting on it here in, in my town. Uh, a few yep. guys are lining up I for it. I was using it today, my, the balm on my foot. I did something to my foot, but it feels much better today, this evening. So hopefully it'll do the trick, the balm, the recovery balm. I love it um, on the spot from the outside in. So my, um, I'm going to go personal here on this one here. So uh, this, right about this time, two years ago, I lost a really good friend of mine uh, who was, mm-hmm. his name was Patrick Bowman. He was almost inducted into the, the Hall of Fame for country western music. Um, really, really talented guy. Uh, was killed in a horrific car accident about two years ago. Coming back actually from, oh, I went to, it was you and me and we were at Abominable. Mm-hmm. And... It was just real bad. It was real bad. Yeah. And m- one of his best friends here in town is now a runner, and I'd love to get Matt on here sometime with us. He's a phenomenal songwriter, and he's picked up running now. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, it turns out Matt's a really good runner. But nice. he's always around this time of the year, he has a little bit more anxiety and a little bit more stress. And so he's he's starting to use some CBD oil. Um, and he's He said, you know, it just kind of helps – take the edge off with the anxiety gnats that sure. follow me all day. And Yeah, it's absolutely and, true. I, I will always say this about CBD oil. It's not for everybody. Um, but sometimes if you want to try something different, maybe and, and worth trying something different just to see if you could get something, there's no shame in that. So check it out, guys. Banga CBD. Code BROCR saves you 15% on your order. Um, yeah, check it out. Um, without, with, I guess with that, that's my week. Yeah, I think that's about it. We will check in with y'all next week after High Rocks and any other, you know, well, going advancements and yeah, it'll be, oh yeah, going into High Rocks. I'm just got my dates wrong. Yeah. Um, but we will talk then. And like I said, we got, hopefully I've got an exciting podcast next week. I've got a kind of an idea of what we're going to do. So I'm yeah. kind of excited because we're getting ready to start ramping up a little bit. Yep. So anyway, until then, I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. You guys have a great week. Bye. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.